take it back to the 90s. That's where you cats gonna find me. Uh, let's take it back to the 90s. to Jillian. So, so glad, glad to see you. Hello to Chelsea. So glad to see you. Hi, Jillian. Hello, Chelsea. Welcome to another episode of your favorite throwback podcast, Work for 90s Kids. How you is can say your it. day going? It's going. It's going. <laughs> I didn't um, want to say how are you because we have actually okay that. today. I know we've oh, removed good. that, but I'm okay. Um... It's Thursday. We don't usually record on Thursday. Oh, that's true. And I had therapy today, so I am lighter Otherwise known as and Therapy brighter. Thursday therapy in Thursday. these parts. Yes. And uh, it was a good one. We talked about PTSD. Wow. And fun. Yeah. But I left being like, oh my gosh, I feel yeah. better. And um, Josh left today for his uncle's funeral. Hmm. So it's just me and the kitties for a few days. Um, but I got to tell you. After you leave here, I am looking forward to taking up that king-size bed. Good. All by myself. Good. Watching TV shows he hates. Watching what? TV shows he hates. Yes, that is the best part about your husband being gone. Yep, it is. Evenings, whenever there's an over... I mean, I haven't really had... I haven't had a night like that. Well, since lockdown, right? Yeah, because Adam used to travel travel for work every, like, I don't know, every couple months for at least a night or two. And I used to hate it. And now I'm like, oh. Goodbye. I know. No. <laughs> Just really for the TV. Isn't that The sad? TV and the being able to go like right. the star spread eagle yes. on the bed. I just and being do able that. to do whatever I want when I want. Not that I, like, okay. In the evenings after the kids go to bed, that's, of course, when I find my energy. And I'm like, oh, let me clean up the kitchen or fold laundry while yeah. I watch TV. Or cricket. Right. Yeah. And Adam's like, can you come to bed? I can't sleep without you. <sighs> What a baby. baby. So, you know, that's what I mean by that. No, totally. I One of my favorite parts about being in charge by myself is, like, I hate doing dinner. Yeah. I hate dinner. Yeah. And so we we did uh, eggs and toast for dinner tonight. And I was like... Whatever. And everybody was happy with it. The kids probably think it's so fun to have it's breakfast so fun. for dinner, right? Yeah. My mom is so cool. And um, so, yeah, that's my – I'm looking forward to three nights of not having to think about what's for dinner. I just right. have to feed the children. And then, I mean, I can have chips and salsa for dinner if right. I want. You're a grown-up. You can have ice cream for dinner if you want. If I want. <laughs> I'm a grown-up now. <laughs> How's your week been? Oh, do I have updates for you on Nordic Track? Yes. Oh, good. All right. Last. So the last time we discussed this, uh, last it was last Wednesday. So that was what eight days ago. Yep. Um. Since then, we've made, of course, many, many, multiple more calls, and on, I think it was last Thursday or Friday evening, I got a call from a super from a supervisor in Utah, and. He told me that he had personally sent over our order information to Select Express, which, again, recall, they are the last, like, final delivery service. And they gave me more money back. So I'm now at about 10% off of the cost of the treadmill for my troubles. And then... 
He said they should call you Monday or Tuesday, you know, again, like one or two well, days. Well, it's Thursday. So it must have been Friday. So they so were like, they, they should call you Monday or Tuesday. Yes. So I got a call Tuesday while I was at work. And the guy's like, oh, hello, this is so-and-so from Select Express. We'd like to schedule you like, delivery. hi, hi, don't yeah. do that. And I was like, oh, my God. I said, oh, really? Finally. I've been looking forward to this call. So it's supposed to be delivered tomorrow. Oh, snap. And I did get an email after that with, quote, tracking information that says delivery scheduled for Friday. Wow. So our... What time? About time, indeed. What's tomorrow? Tomorrow's the... What day is tomorrow? The 15th? Yeah. That's four days shy of two months. Do you want me to show up um, in, like, a threatening outfit and just stand with my arms crossed outside like the whole time? Like a security guard? Yeah. Sure. Okay. <laughs> and uh, so our basement project is complete. We, like, got rid of a ton of stuff. Does so that feel good? Stuff. Yeah. Yeah. You should see. I'll have to show you the video that I took and sent to my sister's. The amount of space we have down there now. It's so much. Yeah. And it's just like half of it, half of the basement now is like an empty space. And then the other half is very well organized. Nice. I know. And that's the key because it's not just jumbled in a mess. Adam would previously would say, I cleaned the basement. I'm like, no, you just piled everything literally into a corner and it's just a pile and I don't know where anything is. So now we know where everything is. That's Marie Kondo's method though, our piles. Yeah, when you're cleaning stuff out, not oh, to store oh, it. Oh, got it, got it, got it. <laughs> I see. She probably would have loved coming to my basement. I There's... love mess. She'd be like, does this spark joy? No. <laughs> does this no, spark joy? No, into the trash. I actually do love that method for cleaning. I got to tell you. It's the, the best way to joy. do it. You it's have wonderful. To... Oh, you mean the spark joy method? Well, yeah. Putting because things into piles method. Well, I'm thinking of something. I saw something in my bathroom today, right? Mm-hmm. And I was just giving the kids... A bath and I'm sitting there and I'm looking at it and I'm like, I don't even like that thing. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I just was like, why is it? Yeah, Man, why do I even have it? Get rid of it because mm-hmm. it does not spark joy. Um, okay, do you want to jump into our first segment? Yes. Oh, wait, one what? more thing. What? Before we move into our first segment, I just want to know last week we focused on diets of the 90s. Oh, all yeah. The bads. This account I follow, Cookie Therapy Albany. They sell those oh, amazing cookies. It's, they have an account. It's, it's, it's a business. Their cookies are incredible. Um, they shared that the Today Show declared 2021 the year of the anti-diet. Nice. And I am all about that life. I mean, to the extent the Today Show is, you know, defines what, what a year is about. <laughs> sure. But they're, I mean, it's interesting that you say that because uh, we saw some friends this week and then I, I was telling them what we recorded our pot. You know what I mean? Like yes. what we recorded on. And then we had this discussion because I was like, I think diet culture is so much better. And their discussion was like. Than it used like, to be. Than it used to be. And my uh, friend's debate was, mm, different isn't necessarily better. And yeah. I was like, no, I really like, and I was explaining why point and counterpoint and we had we didn't land anywhere with it i was and he's like well good for you and your reality <laughs> basically <laughs> i was like about right yeah and i was like yeah well you're well, right. good for you <laughs> yeah and so Amazing. to hear that it was just another checklist in my yes. i was right column <laughs> 2021 the year the anti-diet, the anti-diet. you anyway you ready for our first segment let's do it let's, let's jump to our first segment uh, whacker all that. We should have whacker all that intro music. Maybe, oh my god, Joshua! Joshua. All right, you're not this listening. Next year, we'll just text um, you. 
have a project for you upon your return to New York. It's our running joke with him. Uh. Um, the other day, I don't know if you noticed in our like family group text, mm-hmm. he because he he uh, spent a couple hours listening to our podcast. He did, that day. yeah. He we guilted him into it, and so then he responded in the group text with like, "That's whack." Oh yeah. And <laughs> I was too tired, but I had a joke. I Wait, meant to no, be he like, said, "That's all that, not whack." Was it Will's yeah. haircut? Yes, yeah. yes. He was talking about Will's haircut, and I was too tired. But my the joke I was going to be is like, Josh thinks he's cool now because he's. <laughs> cool with the lingo because he started listening to the podcast so he wants in on the club <laughs> anyways whack girl that <laughs> you go first joe all right my whack girl that this week is music players that are just music players like personal music players let me explain yeah your walkman your ipod that was just an ipod okay that doesn't exist anymore Take now. like the thing that all it does is it plays music. The end. Yes, that's all I want. Do- yes, Walkman. <laughs> the reason Take I life. say this is because um, my son Jack loves mm-hmm. music. I yep. feel like he would be totally into it, but I don't want to get him an i like an I iPod. Fully support. And this. all of the music players now have like some kind of internet component to mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm. Even the like the cheapest ones. I don't you want him ready? to be able to download apps and all that jazz. Yeah. So um, I'm giving music only players and all that. I agree. I agree. Did they not make even like a shuffle? No, I checked. They don't? They don't. Oh, because wow. that's how Jack listens to his music anyway. Is yeah. that, like he has a playlist and he's like, please shuffle it. I'm like, okay. I love him <laughs> so much. So that him. would be perfect. And actually, I'm actu- now that I think about it, I'm annoyed with myself because I found an old iPod shuffle and I think I chucked it. Ah, you're like, what is this? I know. I was like, who needs this anymore? Do you know the um the first MP3 I got? My parents won for me at an auction Mm -hmm. for our school. (laughs) It just cracks me up because it was like the coolest. It was a little red thing, and it could hold ten songs. Oh my god, that's it! And you plugged it in. Yeah. And you put you picked your ten songs Uh through like Windows Media Player. Yes. But if you picked, like, a long song, then Uh you could only have nine songs. You know what I mean? Like, But the average was, like, ten songs. And you could – I was so excited that you could change it. I'm like, it's like a CD that you can change every day. And look, it's so little. I know. Gone are the days of Gone are the days. So that's what I would like. Apple, somebody. Yeah, you know, they – Apple is missing a market, too, because – um. I would totally buy my kids like a kids version of an iPod, something that, like you said, like um, that could take pictures mm-hmm. and where they could look at pictures exactly. and that played music yes. and maybe had like an emergency call mom button right. and that's it. But that's it. Yes. That's it. Like Agreed. no apps, no games, right. just like. Right. Yeah. I just, oh, why doesn't that exist? Like Alexa handheld where you could, oh, you know sure. what I mean? Yeah, yeah, you yeah. could connect it. To, so the kids, because like, I don't know. That's how our kids get music now in the house. Alexa. Alexa. I know. Even Will is saying, Yaksa. Yaksa. And sometimes she recognizes. (laughs) Oh, your first, literally his first word. Oh my God, your first word is Alexa. (laughs) One piece of, get the baby book, honey. (laughs) Amazing. So, yeah. Well, I'm glad we agree on that. Yeah, all that. Um, Okay. What's yours? Mine is public ball pits. Oh my god. 
this came up in conversation zone, on Monday with my children. McDonald's. <laughs> Tell me more. All the places that have public ball pits. I love your Discovery Zone. You cannot sanitize no, you can't. a ball pit. No, you can't. I'm sorry. You can't. And, and if someone no accidentally way. shits in it or huh. pees in it, like, Barfs, how are you going to know? Sneezes on it. Oh, Think of it. Yeah. They crawl in. They're like, do, 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 do. Hit you. Woo. Yeah. And now right. those balls. Yes. yes. Um, even as a child, I was grossed out by balls. So are pits. you telling me it's whack? It's whack. <laughs> <laughs> like, if you want to have, I think, like, um, it's trendy with the hashtag influencers mm-hmm. to have the, like, monochrome ball pits for yeah. their kids. I'm fine with that. If it's just your pit, children. Your personal ball pit at it's, home. If it's your own personal ball pit. But, like, having them at McDonald's and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, you're right. And remember back in the 90s, too, there were all those rumors about people, like, hiding hypodermic needles in the ball pits. For sure. People were always hiding razor blades in hypodermic needles where children could get injured. Absolutely. I mean, if there's one thing I know, it's that someone who uses hypodermic needles because they are struggling with a drug addiction, they definitely want to leave it around. They don't want to keep it for themselves. Absolutely. Let's They're... think about logic here, people. Okay. Also, have you seen the, the TikToks? <laughs> How many minutes are we in? Okay. <laughs> that it's like, what's something that you thought would happen more as an adult? And they're mm-hmm. like, are people offering me drugs? <laughs> um, nobody ever offers well, me drugs. That is I like... accurate. <laughs> I mean, where are the drugs? <laughs> yes. I'm looking for them. Like the D.A.R.E. program is like, you want to do drugs? <laughs> and he's like, nobody is liter- ever asking. Literally me. no one is like, hey, want to get high? In a creepy voice. But <laughs> why? Want to do why drugs. Did you... I love it. I love it. It's a really good point. Yeah. So, you know, Jack and Will got their hair cut on Monday. And we got McDonald's afterward. Yeah. And the McDonald's. Were you like, back in my day? <laughs> we used to be able to play inside. <laughs> Well, back in the 1900s, you could go indoors to restaurants. Okay, Grandma, (laughs) why don't I help you go to bed? (laughs) We used to play in balls inside the restaurants. You're like balls in restaurants, Grandma. Um, But we, the one and a half moon has a massive like play place. Oh yeah, like Discovery Zone esque play place. It's big. It's tall. It's big. It's very shiny and pretty from the outside. Um, and smoke and mirrors, baby. Like, remember back, I feel like maybe 10 or 15 years ago, McDonald's started redoing their McDonald's so that they were brighter with like all windows. So, yeah. like, the newer McDonald's had big windows yeah. and big areas. It almost looks like a um, greenhouse. Yeah. Like so, the... that's that's exactly right. Yeah. So, the one and a half moon is kind of like that. And you could see, you know, Jack could see the play place inside. Just like, what is that? That's so cool. Sorry, buddy. It's like, closed. Yeah. And also gross. But I used to love Discovery Zone as a kid. I mean, if I was a kid today, I would still want to go in it. But I oh, understand yeah. your concern. Yeah. For, you know, I'm especially giving it a whack. in the time of COVID. Forevermore, mm-hmm. even out of the time of COVID. I'm not a fan of all <laughs> I would love to know what's going to, what do you think is going to stick around forever after the pandemic? Like, what you mean, like how we like, always take I our think, shoes off after September 11th? Right. I think telemedicine appointments will. Oh yeah, stay. We'll and I'm around. glad that. Yeah. Great. Thank mm-hmm. you for that. Um. Oh yeah, that's good question. Good question. I think you're right with that. 
Um, I think sick days and stuff are going to be different with employee. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. because people can work from home now. Yeah. They've gotten used to it. And so I think, and I think it'll be healthy for everyone. Like, you, if you take a sick day, then. Or if you don't want to take a sick day, maybe you're like, I feel well enough to work, but I have a cold. That's I what I mean. Or sick. if you need a sick day and it's like, I feel better, but. I probably still shouldn't come back. Right. So I'll work from home. Right. For a couple yeah. days. No, I think until, I think you're yeah. right. I think you're totally right. Uh, yeah. Um, okay. So this week we are talking about Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. This episode is brought to you. This episode is sponsored by Chelsea LaMarche. Yes, it <laughs> is. Um, wonderful suggestion. And once she mentioned it, mm-hmm. she suggested we show it to our, our kids and I was like, I remember loving that movie. Yeah. I think Jack and would love fun. it. it's fun. Yeah. It's, it's really fun. fun. Um, okay. Aside so... from the misogyny. <laughs> so much. So much, right? We'll get into that. Yeah. Okay, Jill. Just overall. Thoughts? Overall feelings yeah, about it? thoughts, feelings before, I... after. How was your viewing experience? I loved the movie as a kid. Mm-hmm. I wanted to experience that for myself. I wanted to shrink and Absolutely. go playing in the backyard. Mm-hmm. Um, thinking about it now, it's a little terrifying. Terrifying. And I can't believe they had all that way to walk. My viewing was fine. Um, I still like it. I think I can show the kids. I think Jack and Holland would like it. I do, too. I think they would giggle a lot. Um, I feel like I would need to prep my daughter and explain that this can't happen. Yeah. <laughs> this that, is just pretend. Yeah. This is not real in yeah. any way, shape, or form. Yeah. yeah. Any- okay, what about you? What was your... What do you remember as a kid? What was your viewing experience like this time? I remember loving it. Mm-hmm. The whole franchise. Okay. I loved yes. all of them. Yes. Um... Something random I remember, too, is I don't know if it was Disney or Universal, but the only time my family took a trip down to do the parks Mm -hmm. in Florida, Mm -hmm. there was a ride called, like, Honey, We Shrunk the Audience. I got to stop you right there. Okay. Because I cannot believe three intelligent people whom I love dearly have all said, I went to Universal and did this. This is a Disney film, people. Okay. Chelsea Chelsea LaMarche. Was like, oh, when we went to Universal, I had like there's a picture of my brother on a bumblebee, like riding on a bee yeah. at Universal. And I was like, How dare you? It's Disney World. And then I was a little bit more forceful than that via text, and then she said, Oh my god, I'm sorry, Jesus Christ. <laughs> and then today when I was um in the car with Josh on the way to the airport, he was like, Yeah, I remember going there, you know, we went to Universal one year and I'm like, Oh my god, another one. I said, Um, I think it was are you sure it wasn't Disney? <laughs> I was way nicer to Josh than I was to Chelsea LaMarche. And now you, you're like, oh, when I went to Universal, I'm like, you fucking people. Sorry. You saw it on Disney Plus. I know, I know. But why do I, why does it feel like it doesn't feel, I don't know. It does feel like a it universal feels experience. Like a universal you're right, experience. Because Disney World typically is like, it wasn't a ride. Focused on their cartoons. Yeah. And there were rides. But and this their was presidents. like, this was. <laughs> Oh my God! Do you think Trump is gonna get? Of course they. <gasps> they're uh, yes. I, I'm so sorry, Disney. That they sucks. did all of them. I they know. did. You know what I mean? I know. Um. Anyway, sidebar. Sidebar Nation. Okay, so Disney World. Were you okay. in the Honey I Shrunk the audience? The audience. Experience? So yes. Yeah, so there. It's so funny because this is like, like what traumatizes you as a child, <laughs> right? So yes. um. We went on this. I was so excited about it. And it's like you, 
um, oh my God, how do you explain this? Jo- this is what Josh did with his sisters, I think. And they chose his two sisters. Did they choose people from the audience? I don't remember that. Or was it the whole audience? He might have done something different. No, it's the whole thing. Okay. okay, so you go in. It's a virtual reality. Oh, That's the word that I'm searching okay, okay, for. Okay, okay, okay. <clears> okay, <throat> so you go in and you sit down and like the the thing moves. You know yeah. what I mean? And you're it's a huge like an IMAX screen right. and you're wearing 3D goggles. Oh, that so was a big thing like, back then. About it, you. Yep. And they grab things and they have like you go through something and they spray water on you. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like you actually get a little bit wet and stuff. Experience. Now, one of them is before they shrink you, that you're, like, in a lab. This is – and it happened right in the beginning, and it scarred me, so I could barely pay attention to the rest of the ride. And then afterwards, I I remember being like, can you explain to me, like, how they did this? Because I'm not okay. Did you think that you had actually been shr- – No. Oh, 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 oh. So whoa, this whoa, is whoa. before the ride, you're not shrunk, okay? Okay. And but you're in a you're in a lab with right. Rick Moranis and he's yeah. like, ooh, hi, you know, like talking to the camera and stuff. Right. And then he has a bunch of mice that get out in the oh. lab and they they show them running over yes. feet. And then you could you feel, feel. I and, did this with my you know what? I think they changed it to something with like the Muppets mm-hmm. because then what they did was at the end of it. You felt like it felt like mice, like little critters were like getting up and walking out of the theater underneath you. Yeah. And they were like, watch your step. (laughs) So that happened like right in the beginning. Oh, God. And I was not okay. Yeah. I was. Understandably um, so. And I I was like, nope, mice just crawled over my feet. Mm -hmm. I'm not. I screamed. I put my feet up and then I couldn't focus on the ride any further because I was like, I don't like this. Yeah. If they're going to unleash animals (laughs) in this. I don't want to be in this ride. And then afterwards, I was asking, was it real? And they're like, Chelsea, no, honey. It's, you know, it's a ride. And I'm like, but how? <laughs> and my sweet dad was kept trying to be like, maybe they had people under there who pulled at your shoelaces. Yeah. And maybe they blew air on right. it. Maybe it was like Hot Wheels cars. And I was like, mm. Felt it like was mice. mice. <laughs> I think it was mice. And so when, it, like, literally those... Hearing, honey, I shrunk the kids, and that mice crawling over my feet mm. are so deeply sealed to each other. It's like super glue. <laughs> like super glue to, to your head with an to arrow. To my head with an arrow. With a rubber arrow. Yeah. <laughs> but my, I do not know the last time I saw this movie. Unlike Home Alone or some of the other ones right. we've done where I'm like, oh yeah, I saw this. I don't know. I was absolutely enthralled <laughs> i loved it i loved it good i, I can't like, remember the last time i saw so it actually it's so good but i i still want to be i still want to be little me too now something i did and maybe you place. can answer this for me because i very specifically thought it was in this movie and then when it wasn't i was like where is that from okay somebody crawling up a speaker crawling up a speaker yeah they're little and they're they're literally like me Am I making this up? Like Is it the fabric shrunk ourselves? Maybe, but I was like waiting for that part oh. where they try they crawled the speaker and they're like, "Hey!" like trying oh. to yell to somebody, and never it never happened. Okay, interesting. I wonder if it was Honey I Shrunk. It ourselves. must have been. I don't know. Maybe. But anyways, um, Jill, let's take a quick break so I can go check on my children. <laughs> And Sounds good. Then when we come back, we'll jump right in. Love it. Let's take it back to the nineties. That's where you cats gonna find me. 
take it back to the 90s That's where you cats gonna find me And we're back And we're back all right, Jill. So I think we should uh, try this a little differently and kind of maybe like try and real quick go through the plot and then just talk about the things we notice. Let's do that. Um, okay, so I'll just start real quick and then. By I'll... the way, what? just as a little bit of background, this was Disney's highest grossing live action film, I think, in history. Not even a little bit surprised. Something crazy. Like Phenomenal. That. Um, okay, so we start the movie and we're like, small town, whatever. Uh, we meet Mick, Rick Moranis' character, Wayne. He's an inventor, very like Stu Pickles esque, yes. like wild, immediate vibes I got. Yep, just there's, um, it's nuts. We see that there's like an older daughter and a younger son. There's a dynamic with the neighbors, which we'll get into. Mm-hmm. But basically, what happens is Wayne. Rick Moranis' character is trying to build this shrink ray. And assuming he's trying to get it funded, you know, um, we gathered that he recently left his job or lost his job or whatever. And he's, like, trying to make it as an inventor. Um, get the vibes that it's been a tough road. Tough go of it. Tough yeah. go of it. Um so he's trying, it fails, the neighbor kids throw a baseball through the window, it breaks, and what happens is it lands on the machine just so that when the kids, Rick Moranis' kids, Amy and Nick, and the neighbor boys, Russell and Ronnie, co- go upstairs to retrieve the baseball, they end up getting shrunk mm-hmm. by the laser beam. Um, Rick Moranis' character comes home, doesn't put the pieces together, Sweeps them into a trash bag and throws them out into the backyard. Yes. Huh. And so now the kids have to get back in from the backyard. From, like, outside the backyard. They're outside right the outside backyard. the fence. Um, all the way at the back. Way in the back. Mm-hmm. They have to get all the way through the yard to the house. Um, the parents put the pieces together at some point and realize that their kids are shrunk and in the backyard. Which is a funny scene I would like to dissect a little bit. All right, so they figure it out. Um, the kids make their way back into the house with the assist from their dog, Quark. Yes! And dad and mom realize that the kids are on their dining room table. They let the neighbors know. Neighbors come over. They figure out how to unshrink them. Un-shrink yeah. them. Um, he figures out that the... Baseball served as sort of a heat absorption yep. material. So because previously everything was he was zapping was blowing up. things up because they, it was getting too hot. So yeah, they figure that out. The kids don't shrink. Everyone's friends now. And then fast forward to what looks like Thanksgiving. Yep, which is pretty funny. I never really realized it when I was Me little, either. but that turkey that's on the table. He we, obviously blew it up <laughs> with his shrink ray guys. He knew. As now well as Quark's, uh, some dog bone he's eating under the table. Bone. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, that's the end of the movie. Perfect. So, there, let's start with talking about, um, crazy inventors of the 90s. I love the 90s depiction mm-hmm. of inventors. You've like, got Wayne. 
Yeah. You've got stewed pickles. I'm thinking of flubber. You've too. got yeah. You've you got know, like, Doc in uh, yep, Back to I wrote the Future. Back to the Future. Yep. And they all are the same energy, don't yes. you think? It's just like clutter and chaos. Yes. And we're like, which is just like the opposite of the way an actual scientist that's exactly would conduct their shit. <laughs> what I wrote down is I was like, okay, I love this. I love the crazy inventors, but isn't it actually like? We sit down, we have architects, we, like, write things out. We're on computers, we're coding. Yes. We're seeing if this would even work before yes. we're building it. And if we're building it, like, we're not building it. A machine's right. going to build it. We're all it. very clean, very it's organized. very clean and organized. We can't afford to have a... If we miss a screw, everything's, like, we're in a sterilized environment. But not this house. This no. house is clutter city. The entire house is clutter city. And there's an invention for everything. Like, unnecessarily so unnecessarily so but kind of funny let's talk about that oh yeah it's also it's very funny. pickles yes vibes. like contraptions everywhere so there i feel like the coffee machine was one yep i don't remember the specifics and then there was something that was near the fridge almost like your modern day um intercom yep and you know you would push a button and it would ring up it always rang up to dad's to the attic where dad spent so much of his time so much of his time and then an led would come up which would say what the course you like. So you would push the breakfast button, let's yeah. say, in, in the kitchen. And then the LED thing would say breakfast. breakfast. And then he would essentially send a text message. But it came printed out like a like a receipt. Like, like a receipt. Re- right. Like in the in the uh, I loved kitchen. It. They really needed an Alexa. You know you can use your Alexa as an intercom? No. You can. Wow. I do that all the time. It's like the skill is called drop-in. So I'll be in the kitchen and then I like drop into the bathroom when Adam's giving the kids baths. I'm like, hey, are you guys almost done? I love that. I had yeah. no clue. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Amazing. Technology. It's a know, crazy Jeff thing. Jeff knows everything about us. So funny. Um, okay. Can I take a second just to talk about the clutter? Yeah. Because here's the thing. I feel like the 90s in general was cluttery. Like, everything feels cluttery to me. Even, like, the wallpaper feels cluttery. The clothing. You know what I mean? Like, the trinkets. That's a really good way to put it. Because even in the scenes where they're just standing in the hallway and Mm -hmm. there's there's not clutter. But especially, like, there's a scene with a neighbor. And I remember she's talking to her husband in the hallway. And their wallpaper is, like, floral. It's, like, blue and pink flowers. Mm -hmm. And she is wearing this big sweater the white cream sweater yes, that's got like, like the rolled chunky, turtleneck chunky blocks of color on yeah. it and she's standing there and he's wearing like a fishing vest with fishing lures hooked all over and all just, over it was visually overstimulating it gives i was me like agita. yes i'm like every and then and when i saw that in that moment i wrote down a note that's like was 90s aesthetic clutter i think 90s aesthetic was if you have more then you are better Ooh. You know what I mean? Think about it. Like, mm. the more you have in your house, wow, you can afford all that? Good for you. Let's get it all out on display. You know what I mean? Exactly. Uh, meanwhile, now, it's like the exact opposite. How funny. Remember, yeah, minimalism you know, is... Remember I said I was... I mean, look at Kim and Kanye's house. That yeah. scary fucking... Looks like a mausoleum. That's empty. Uh, You're right. You are right. I remember I said we were cleaning out our basement. So, like... The amount of shit, like tr- even trinkets. I got rid of so many shot glasses. So many tri- Why? Oh my god! We Why? yes, yep. 
Adam was has, just like a it was a thing. thing. It well, was a thing. You know, Adam has like 300 shot glasses in those display cases. Yeah. And I can never, we can never get rid of those. But like mine, I was like, I don't care. Goodbye. I kept, I kept the one from Jamaica from our honeymoon. Yeah. That was it. Yeah. I don't care. I have the memories in my brain. Okay. They're in my brain. Anyway. If I want to take a shot, I've got a solo cup. Okay. <laughs> Who needs shot glasses? Just take it straight from the bottle. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> We're fine. We're fine. This is fine. Um... So yeah, that's that's something I definitely noticed. That's a really good point. Good. All right, so I feel like this movie has a lot of overarching themes. Yes. One of them being <clears throat> the classic father-son dynamic. Mm-hmm. Um we see two a, well a couple different versions of it, right? So in the neighbor's family, which I didn't catch their last name ever. Did Thompson. you? Thompson. Thompson. Okay. So Russell is the older boy and Ronnie is the younger one and Russell's like not his father's vision, you know. Of what an oldest son would yeah. be. Yes. His dad clearly wants him to be like a star player on the football team. Like mm-hmm. he was and like big and buff and like strong and tough and want to go fit like a man's man or whatever. Right. And he's just not. Right. He's just that's not Russell. No. But Ronnie is that way. Well, and Ronnie so, seems like a troublemaker. Well, Ronnie's a troublemaker, but he is—he is outdoorsy and well, yeah. you know, you can tell he's like, excited about going fishing. He's excited. He wants to do all the things with his dad. He's playing his, baseball by himself in the backyard, <laughs> causing yep, you know, breaking windows, doing the whole thing. But his dad, at one point, and I feel like this happened in so many movies in the '90s, is like, why can't you be more like your brother? Mm. But did you did you catch? He said that. Well, he said it to his wife. He was like. I wish Russell were more. And she was like, no, no. I didn't catch that, but that was definitely a thing. And it's something that I will never say to my kids. No. 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 That's a, like, that is a. Or even like, why can't you be good like your brother? That's a seed. That, that is a seed. That is a brick. grow into. Yeah. A weed. Yes. It'll and then be they'll be problem. in therapy in 20 years. Yes. I don't want them to be in therapy for that. I no, want no, them no. to be in therapy something for brand something new. new. Exactly. That's what we say. We're going to put our kids, we don't know what it's going to be, but it's going to be something brand new. Um, Something spicy. And then the other, spicy memories. (laughs) The other father-son dynamic I think is interesting with Nick Mm -hmm. because he clearly wants to be just like his dad. Just like his dad. Yep. And his dad seems to, they have a really sweet connection. Yes. And it's not based on, like, how much of a man's man can you be, but... But also, in the beginning of the movie, the dad doesn't... It's like he doesn't see his son. Because no, all he's he very detached is, yeah, because he's, he's so focused on his... Obsessed. Gadgets. And, with his gadgets. And, you know, he says to his wife, Amy... No, Diane, excuse me. Diane is the Solinsky uh, mother. You know, he says, this invention is going to, like, change our lives, mm-hmm. I promise, like... So it sounds like things have not been great in their relationship and in the household. Yes, that. Let's talk about that for a minute, because um, I this is a note I wrote about. I thought that this movie didn't do the '90s thing that they do, where they spell it all out. But yeah. I do think they made it pretty clear mm-hmm. that the marriage was not in a great place. In a great place. Yeah, I agree. Like I know Amy is on the phone in the very beginning, and she mentions. That her mom stayed at yeah, yeah. yeah, like something like that. Her mom stayed at grandma's house. And then the neighbor is like, oh, we haven't seen you around. She's like, yeah, I've been working a lot. Yeah. And there's a couple times where he, she, like, what did she say? She says something like, do you think you can handle that? And then, like, rolls her eyes. When uh, she sold a house. 
Yep. And she said the family, the people who bought the house, they're coming over to give me papers for escrow. And she's like, you just need to get it from them. And, like, they have to sign something. Do you think you can handle that? But she says it very passive aggressively. Yes. yes. With an eye roll. Yes. And, and seeing that, I was like, ooh. Mm-hmm. And this is a Disney She's movie. had it. She has had it. She has had it. She's had it. And um, they they made it clear, but they didn't do that thing where they're, like, the two of them are standing in the living room. you think you can handle room. it since you're so irresponsible? That, or even, like, because, you know, here, here's the scene I created in my head of what would have happened. is like they'd be having a discussion and in like the living room. And, like, a Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen movie. Yeah. <laughs> and being, like, things just haven't been the same since you quit your job. And, like, <laughs> I know. We've been so distant. We fight three times a week. <laughs> we haven't even had dinner together in two months as a family. I just, I don't know if the connection is, to, I worry that our connection is just gone because you're so obsessed with these inventions. And um, But they didn't, you know, they yeah, like. I have to pause you there for yeah. a second. What you just said sounds like a scene out of a Real Housewives episode I just saw today. <laughs> So the explaining everything to you in a very is specific now way housewife. is coming back and not in a good way. It's so very Super. staged. You're like, wow, what'd you guys do? Have a conversation about what you were going to talk about? I mean, it's all fake. Yeah. But whatever. I'm, I'm still here for it. I, I'm not. But the only one that's enjoy. not really fake is uh, New Jersey. Those bitches are crazy. And that crazy is not scripted. <laughs> You're like, it trust. Next season, one of them takes a char- or a cheese plate, like a charcuterie plate, a massive one, and throws it because she's so mad. I'm like, what a waste of cheese. What a waste of cheese. Anyway. Throw it out. Throw the whole thing out. <laughs> okay. Can we talk about the other major theme or thing that comes up multiple times Mm -hmm. is this toxic masculinity masculinity yes that what you look nervous that i'm saying this no (laughs) i'm it's it might apply to my um the paper i wrote on why russell is my type oh okay great so i am so bothered by it because it's but it was normal for the time. Absolutely. And standard. it was, it I'm was standard. standard. And this is a Disney movie, and that doesn't age well. No, you know what no, I mean? No, no. Um, but I guess a lot of things from Disney movies and other movies don't age well. Because, you know, people grow over time. Whatever. So, a few different examples. There's, first of all, like you said, when uh, Big Russ, you know, the dad, mm-hmm. when he's talking about um the football situation and he's so upset that he's not playing football how could you not play football and he's freaking out about it um let's see what other examples did i have i think i think the most we see there is between those two characters yeah and just coming from um that man himself who's why oh russ Coming from Russ in general. Oh, the other good part is when the neighbors come for the fishing trip and he doesn't yes. want to tell them the truth. Yes. Yeah. He's like, oh, I got to lie to them now. She's like, why do you have to lie? Just tell yeah. them the kids are missing. He's like, eh, I'll figure something out. Yeah. And then that guy whose name is, what's his name? Donald. He says, Big Russ says, May hasn't been feeling too well. Plumbing. Like, like her yeah. plumbing. Like, why would you say that? Right. That's no one's business. That's no one's business. And it's also a lie. Worse. It's a weird lie to tell. Yeah. And then um, he says, Donald says, plumbing would not stop the big Russ Thompson I know. Yeah. Like, okay. And then they talk about, this is a sidebar. It has nothing to do with toxic masculinity. But he's like, 
You're losing out an $80 deposit. No, it does, though, because oh, that's... Oh, sure. Yeah, you're right. He's, like, making a big deal out over the fact that Russell Russ put down an $80 deposit, and now you're going to lose it, which yeah. in today's terms would be $166. I love that you did the math ahead of time. I did, instead of us, you know, having to Google it like it's we do so usually on the fly. Math. But um, if my kids were missing, I would be okay with losing out $166. <laughs> I mean, that's that's just me. Yes. Um, and then you also see Ron, little Ronnie, picking up on a lot of that same attitude. And treating others like it. Like when he comes over yes. to get the baseball and he's being such a dick to, I know. to Nick about it. And then he's like, well, you're going to let her talk to you that way? Yeah. He says that to his older brother. Are you going to let Amy talk to you like that? And he makes other little comments like that. Like, oh, your sister's not bad for a girl. Um, just that kind of stupid shit. And it bothered me. And yeah. I know it was just like a kid, but again, like, I don't like that. Okay, so now I'm going to play devil's advocate right, and say me. they tried to throw, I mean, listen, the character, that, what's his name? I Which one? Uh, fishing hat. Donald? Do- the no. dad? The dad. Russ. Big Russ. <laughs> Obvi. Okay. So I think Big Russ's character is... Struggles with toxic masculinity. Mm-hmm. I don't think Wayne struggles with toxic masculinity. His wife works. She's clearly oh, yeah. the breadwinner. He does not. He yeah. definitely does not. He's, which I love. And uh, the um, and Amy, she's tough. She's a tough girl. She's holding her own. Oh yeah. She's not like a. Well, you can tell, isn't it interesting? You can. I mean, the different personalities and really parenting styles and marriage yeah. styles yeah. and the impact it has on the children. I mean, oh my God. in case you didn't know, I mean, it seems pretty obvious. But. I love it. Um, also, I laughed at the, this is later on, but there's a scene where these two police officers are over to interview the parents to find out what happened because they've reported their children missing. And the female police officer has a full face of makeup on and it looks like she slept in rollers. Like, I didn't notice I that. I can't imagine being like, I'm a police officer. Let me put on my face and my hair before I step out the door to arrest bad guys. It's just so You're much. naughty. <laughs> put these handcuffs on. <laughs> Basically. So, yeah. How funny. Um, Let's talk about that scene for a minute. Okay. Because this is also another 90s trend. Let's talk about it. Thinking kids ran away. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> I listen to a lot of true crime. This is like, I hope, police, if you're listening, and we know you are, um, this has to stop. <laughs> if it this hasn't has already, I have no stop. clue. But there's, like, it's like a proven thing that, like, so many kids who actually are abducted or trafficked or right. something are not there. Disappearance is not taken seriously because... It's written off as a runaway. Yeah. And this, according to all the true crime podcasts I listened to, was absolutely rampant in the 80s and 90s. Everyone like, just assumed that people everybody were... Everybody just assumed they ran away. Okay. You know? Like, it was just like, oh, they ran. But I um, I think the writers of this movie were a little tongue-in-cheek about this, right? Yeah. Because when he's he's like, what? They're happy kids. We, we get along. And the mom's like, well, you did have a fight this morning. <laughs> And they're like, do you have a photo? And he's like, here. And he gives them the picture, and Ronnie looks absolutely miserable. And he's like, they're wonderful, happy kids. They would never (laughs) run away. And so I'm like, they're being, you know, they're They're like, okay, playing into this a little bit, you know. Um, 
And then I loved, like, immediately they get a call for another missing kids, which is the next, next door, door neighbors. Right. But by that point, <laughs> Wayne has told his wife what happened, that he shrunk them. I love this and scene. I, oh, my God, me too. So and the line funny. is so funny. So he's, like, telling her, it's it's where, the, you know, honey, I shrunk the kids, yes, essentially. And you then know how that works. She's so excited. She's like, the invention works? And he's like, yeah, but... um. I shrunk the kids. <laughs> and she's like, you what? She's like really pissed. Like, yeah, they're in the backyard. <laughs> yeah, I've been working on it. And then um, the police come and he opens the door. Okay, but wait. Wait, what? Stop. Well, the police ring the doorbell. And <laughs> they're standing right by the door, right? And he yeah. goes, stay here. I'll get the door. And then turns around. Yes. And for some reason, that just made me laugh so hard. Because <laughs> where she are you going like, to go? And where are you going? Like, you don't know. You literally, to... all you literally have to do is make a 180 turn sir. and open the door. Like, you're not taking any steps. I love it. And then he opens the door with his fucking helmet and yep. go- oh, with go. his goggles on. And they're like, Did you report missing kids? And he says, Oh, that must have been a mistake. Our kids are in the backyard, right, honey? Which I thought, Hilaire. What a funny <laughs> line. And then she does that classic 90s, like, pew, straight right. back faint. And then the, the police presumably just leave. They just leave. Like, that would They're not like, happen. Oh, okay. Oh, okay, well, that makes sense. Goodbye. Also, do you want me to call an ambulance for your wife? No? <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, Hello, no, she police? just has narcolepsy. Hello, fire department? <laughs> I'm already here. <laughs> I'm already here. All Let's right. talk about the actual adventure of the children being shrunk and yes. getting back into the house. Okay, before we get into that, sorry. Um, no, never sorry. The dog, Quark, I love the dog. is a Russell Terrier. Yep. Is that, like... Was that what every television and movie dog was in the 90s? I feel like Wishbone. it was. Right? And yeah. remember Frasier? Yep, Frasier. Right? Oh, my God. I forgot about Wishbone. What's the story? Wishbone. Dee, dee, I loved dee, Wishbone. Dee, 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 dee. So, anyway, that dog, that was one of the first things I noticed. I'm like, oh, look, it's the 90s dog. That's funny because in my mind, no. Because I am I think Earbud, I think Beethoven, I think... Mm. Okay. So, um, no. Wow. Wow. Let's talk about the adventure, Charles. <laughs> okay. So, um, they get shrunk and they get sweat. Like, it's so funny because I forgot this movie, right? Yeah. And I was trying to rewrite it in today's terms. Mm-hmm. And for a moment, I was like, well, this movie's kind of a disaster from the start <laughs> because. Like, all they would have to do is stay in that room right. until their dad figured it out, and right. he would figure it out. Right. Or, like, try and climb up the machine or something. And so before, the I'm like, wait, I don't remember. I remember how they get shrunk, but I don't remember how they end up having to get back. And so then I'm like, oh, this was Brill, because the dad's sweeping them up and throwing them out. Because how else are they going to end up? Right. A mile away. But what I want to know is, so he, when he's sweeping them up, they're holding on to the broom. Yeah. And then he sweeps them onto the dustpan. Why did they let go of the broom? Like, how did they get off the broom and onto the dustpan? Did he shake it? I don't know. You think he shook the broom? You're no. telling me that two of those kids can hang on to a, a But maybe bee. it's the momentum. They can hang on to a bee as it flies around the You're yard. You're right. They should have just hung on to the broom. I mean, the movie's are, over. The, yeah, exactly. This is like <laughs> Home Alone in 2020, right? Hey, Mom and Dad, you forgot, you forgot me. me. Oh, oh, my bad. BRB. Just hang on to the broom and you'll be fine. So, yeah. So, all right. They don't hang on to the broom because they don't hang idiots. on to the broom. They get thrown out. 
um, beyond the yard. I also wanted to know why he took the trash out. Is it because there was glass in there, maybe? Maybe. But because it's a movie, that's fine. Oh, because yeah, they have true. to find a way back in. So they that's get out, true. and now they're in the yard. And here, here is an overarching theme. Here's the fatal flaw in Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Okay? So they get out, and the little boy says, we're an inch tall. Did he say an inch or a quarter of an inch? Oh, maybe he said a quarter of an inch. I thought he said an inch. I don't remember what he said. I just wrote, Nick is able to use math to determine that the distance to the house is the equivalent of 3.2 miles. I I thought I heard him say, okay, we're an inch tall and the house is 60 feet away, so that means, like, whatever. And I was like, you are not an inch tall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they were not an inch. Were they? No. No, they were they Jill, were smaller. they ride no, on right. an ant. Oh, yeah, you're right. No, they were... Oh, but okay. So then they're not even a quarter of even an a inch quarter if of they an can inch ride tall. on an ant. Well, they're... no, a quarter of an inch you could ride on an ant. I don't know. I don't know, Chelsea. Okay. But <laughs> I see your point. And it was a baby ant. They kept re- referring to it as a baby ant. Yeah, I, I just had such a problem that that's something throughout um, the movie. Yeah. That I think they simultaneously do an awesome job of creating this imagination thing. But then as an adult, I'm ripping it apart, being like... A scorpion is not the same size as an ant. All right, I just looked. Okay. Um, oh, there's a whole article about the science of scale. <laughs> Nick, the apparent scientist in training of the film, calculates that they have been shrunk to just three quarters of an inch high, around 19 millimeters. Okay, but they're not. But I'm that's wrong. Because, like, a Lego is, like, an inch. Right. So... Uh, so then they talk about the scale of the Lego. The scale of the Lego does not match the scale declared in the first yes. statement. Or next to an ant. Or, so yeah. this person went to great... So I'm going to... Is this pause This person a wrote a thesis? Basically, on... this person wrote a thesis about... Thank you for doing my work for me. Well, yes. This is just like the South Beach diet this and all is, those diets. They're yep. like, you know what? I'm going to take that diet. I'm going to change this tiny thing about it and rewrite the book with my name on it. Okay. So... This, um, is, this is one of the two papers I would write on this movie. It's a good one. It would be the, the fatal flaws, issue. the scaling is off, and B, I would date Russell. Okay. Okay. So the Lego. So this person went through and they took a bunch of screenshots from different parts of the movie to try to make some calculations. So, for instance, the Lego, which comes in a little bit, <clears throat> it's a two by three brick. So it's got like six of the yeah. you know little pegs on it. So if we assume if we assume that the block in the film is a genuine Lego, then it should be twenty three millimeters tall when standing upright. Assuming Nick is in fact nineteen millimeters tall, as he claims, the brick he discovers in the film appears to be closer to sixty millimeters tall, which is the size of a two by eight brick, which is not the one used in the film. Next discrepancy has to do with the size of the ant, um, but they name Auntie and. They say that this would place the ant at a little over 100 millimeters long. And the largest ant currently known was only 60 millimeters long. Yeah. So it's unbelievably large. And then the last discrepancy has to do with the relative distance calculated to get back home. It'll the be yard way is, more than Yeah, the yard's right? 64 feet. Um, if you convert to metric, essentially what they're saying is that if we try to use the same oh, ratio to I calculate their stork. original a, height, wonderful person. this would make their original height um, 16 and a half feet tall. So what they're saying is using the ratios he used, mm-hmm. their original adult height would be 16 and a half feet tall. 
So his calculations were off. 16 and a half feet? Right. What so, would be 16 and a half feet? Like Nick said, we're three quarters of an inch tall and the house is 64 feet away. Yeah. So it's like the equivalent of three and a half miles. But if it was truly an equivalent of three and a half miles, then there, the house would there have are, to be. No, the children's original height, instead of being like five oh. feet tall, would be 16 and a half feet I tall, gotcha. which is just not. No. Not. No. So anyway. Wonderful. So there you go. Great. I'm glad that the internet agrees with me. Someone said maybe the oversized ant is actually a result of experiments by Mr. Solinsky. There you go. Okay. That's a good... I mean, sure, sure. But uh, shout out to Lee Fallon, who posted this to... Yes, always credit your sources, friends. Honey, I shrink the kids and the science of scale. Perfect. All right. So there you go. Um, So your concern is a valid one. Okay, so... They're, but now they're on this adventure in the backyard, regardless of our scale issue. We're, we still watched the movie. Obviously. I'm not um, here for the science. I'm here for the joy. I wanted to slide down blades of grass. Uh, so did I, girl. Okay. So did I. All I want is to shrink down and slide down blades of grass. Is that so much to ask? Is that so much to ask? I don't think it is. So they're sliding. They all slide down this blade of grass. Oh, and here's something that Amy does throughout this entire adventure. Screams for Nick. Yes. It was like Rose Dawson yelling for Jack on the Titanic. That's literally what was happening. Nick! Nicky! Over and over again. And, I mean, I love Amy, but also... Or Kevin McAllister going, ah! Basically. And, uh... 90s love a good scream. That was, uh... That was very annoying. Um, I laughed because the other piece of this is when, earlier in the movie... Rick Wayne asks Nick to mow the lawn, and he doesn't. Think Mm -hmm. of how much easier this would have been if he had just mowed the lawn. Oh, my God. Right? Right. Yeah. But then you don't have the Then you don't have what comes later. Exactly. They got to set it up for the drama. Yeah. So this is the part where um, Ron says to Russ, you're going to let a girl tell you what to do. Yeah. Because... Ron's like, we have to all stick together. So they all go. They're on their way. They reach what amounts to, which is probably a stream, literally like a stream of water. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, my God, look at this gross river. They have to cross the river. So that's one of their first adventures. They say, you know what? The easiest thing to do, let's get Quark's attention. He's mm-hmm. a dog. He can hear really well. I'm going to climb up this stem, which I'm assuming is a weed, because mm-hmm. you wouldn't have a flower growing in the backyard randomly in the middle of the lawn. Yeah. And... Quark is on his way outside. The neighbor's cat, the Thompson's cat, scares him, and Quark runs inside. And then Nick falls off of the stem and into another flower or another weed into the pollen. And he's covered in pollen. And Amy's like, you're allergic. Again, she's like, Nick! But the stirring of the pollen brings the bees. Yes. A whole drone of bees, Mm -hmm. which I don't think is really accurate. Have you ever seen that many bees in one spot like that? I have not. Just the one is coming. Not around a hive. So this one bee goes down. He's doing his job, getting that good pollen for that good honey. And uh, somehow accidentally grabs, accidentally on purpose grabs Nikki. And then little Russ jumps on the bees back and they go for a fly they just go for a, a fly around the yard. They end up separated from the rest of the group. <clears throat> and now Ron and Amy are stuck together. And they're throwing around your classic 90s insults. Classic 90s insults. And uh, 
during this adventure, we, you know, we've got the parents chatting with each other. They realize all the kids are missing. Um, Wayne still doesn't know where the kids are. He's swatting at this bee with a bat. And then he's like, why is there a bat here? And that's when he realizes, I love, I first of all, Rick Moranis is a national treasure. Agreed. What a peach. And the funny thing is, I actually think he's like a pretty good actor. Yeah. Because he is a character who somehow in this movie, I believe. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm like, wow. Um, I love watching him put the pieces together. It's yeah. just so believable yes. to me. Yes. Everything about it. Yep. Stepping on the little baby couch. Yep. His tiny thinking couch. And then he realizes, and then he freaks out because he's like... And then he picks up the broom. He's like, oh, my God. I swept him into the backyard. He goes to the garbage bag. He He finds a tiny hole in the garbage bag. He's like, oh, my God, they're out there in the lawn. And then he doesn't want to step on the lawn, so he's climbing on the fence. And everyone's seeing this and they're like, what the fuck is wrong with this man? What the fuck is wrong with the neighbor? Which I love. Um, And then back in the grass... Nick wakes up with little Russ trying to wake him up because, again, they have fallen off this bee. The boys are both covered in pollen. Little Russ is bleeding from the mouth. And uh, I laughed because I'm like, this is a sign of how tough a guy was back in the late 80s, early 90s. Like, he's all disheveled and covered in dirt and dust and bleeding from the mouth. Like, like, hey, I got this. Get up, Nick. We gotta go. (laughs) Gotta go. (laughs) And then... This made me laugh because Russ says, I think we're still in your yard. Because Nick is like, we could be anywhere. And he says, I think we're still in your yard because the grass is so long. I love. And he wasn't being mean. No, but just a little, just a little sidebar. And I mean, they were right. So the kids get reunited. Yes. And I feel like the next, another big part of their adventure is the ant, obviously. Yes. The ant. So they uh, first... Oh, wait, no, they find wait, a cookie. Wait, but first what? we got to talk about the almost drowning. <gasps> oh, my God. How? Yes. Okay. So when he's, when he, meaning Wayne, he's on that contraption, right? He's got yes. a TV strapped to one side and I he's hanging on the other side backwards. looking in the lawn. No, I'm sorry. You're missing a part, too. This is when he's on the stilts, which I'm like, sir, that oh my is God, not right. any better than your feet. You're right. Yeah, I didn't understand that. Why are but you he on gets, stilts? He figures it out. Okay. He, he does, yeah. which is why he comes back in the hammock. He accidentally clothing. turns the uh, the sprinklers on. And this was a part I was going to say with the scale that I enjoy, right? Yeah. I love the interpretation of like what a sprinkler mm-hmm. would look like if you were tiny. Mm. Where they're, like, running, dodging these, like, giant, like, I feel bad for the ants in my yard. Yes! That's so funny. It made me same. I was like, Mm -hmm. They're like, oh, no, it's happening again. Like, that's their reality. Yep. And um, they're getting attacked. And I wrote, the visual and the sounds are amazing. Amazing. Yes. I. This is one of my favorite scenes. And the kids end up back together totally by chance. Amy sees Nikki and screams for him. And then she gets hit Happy. by water and she gets knocked into a pool of mud. And she starts sinking, I think. So this made me laugh because... Of our quicksand yes. discussion? Yes. Okay. This is great. This is great. Go ahead. You oh, say it. So uh, Chelsea and I were hanging out with a friend of ours and... Uh, my neighbor and uh, Chelsea said, "You know, said I haven't thought about quicksand in so long." 
Was it you that said no, that? No, it was Kate. Kate, <laughs> what we were talking, this, her exact sentence was Kate said something along the lines of, you know, uh, back in the 90s, I thought quicksand was going to be a much bigger problem yeah. than it turned out to be. And when she said that, I was like, oh, my God. And yes. And quicksand was something to be scared of back then. Back? Why? I don't know. Because as I told you, quick, you can't really drown in yeah. quicksand. You just have to like. But it was like a thing in movies and right. TV shows yes. and cartoons. and There was quicksand everywhere. Yes. And you and were definitely going to fall in you it. You were definitely going to fall in it and it was going to overtake you. And this scene is quicksand vibes. Quicksand vibes for sure. For sure. Russ, little Russ goes in after her. He pulls her out. They're both covered in mud. It's a mess. He gives her mouth to mouth. And then he delivers this really great line. Um, Amy wakes up. She hugs little Nikki. And uh, when they're cleaning up later, mm-hmm. Amy and Russ have a moment. Mm-hmm. And then Nikki says, where'd you learn artificial respiration? And Russ goes, French class, kid. <laughs> Dumb. Real dumb. Very late 80s, early 90s. A, a con on my list against Russell. But it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. This is fine. So now, at this point, Wayne has realized I should use this hammock contraption to try to find the kids. Yep. He's in the backyard doing that. Um, and the kids finally are walking away after getting cleaned up from their mud adventure. Yep. And just as they walk away, that Wayne happens to zoom by where they were. And I'm like, damn. Damn. And this is where they find that abandoned cookie, the yes. oatmeal cream cookie. So they find a cookie. They're like, oh, my God, yay. They're ripping chunks. I love this visual, too. Yes. I want to find a giant cookie. <laughs> I want to rip pieces off of it and dip it into the frosting. But also, they're, they're like, I'm time. starving. They've been outside for, like, an hour. Maybe yeah. it's longer than that. I don't know. Who knows? But they Maybe have they been through hell, breakfast. so whatever. Yeah, this is true. And the, who knows about how much energy it expends being that small. You we're know, never we're never going to know. We, thank God. Thank God. Yeah, so then they the ant comes, and they think he's a threat. He's never really a threat, let's be real. But they have a dramatic fight with the ant, and then they come up with a contraption where they have the ant, like, trying to get a piece of the cookie Almost on a like branch. On a fishing pole. And yeah. they're riding him. Which right. is brill. You know, we're going to get into the yard. Yep. Then they come up across the Lego, which is, yes. they're going to sleep for the night because it's dark. They're not going to make it in before nightfall. Right. So during this Lego scene, by the way, Russ and a- and Amy have a heart to heart and then they start making out Ugh, hard. I and hate I was it. like, this is too much tongue. It was too much tongue. And also, <laughs> the it felt very forced. At first, it's so funny because I forgot this scene because as a child who's paying attention to, I'm like, Meh. right. Who right. cares? But, all right. So, they each say, like, one deep thing. Right? right. It's like, my dad never loved me. And she's like, well, you know, my family, it's not so easy. Make out. I like, know. And, and I'm like, no. We've okay. barely spoken to Guys. each other. But I hear that trauma, like, does that. When oh, people I did write that. Tra- that was one oh, of my you? overarching <laughs> themes. Trauma, trauma bonds. bring you together. Yep. That's true. That is true. Exhibit A. <laughs> What are you talking about? There's no trauma in your life. No more trauma in my life. So, um, and then they're rudely interrupted by a scorpion. And which is somehow this... the same size as the ant, and <laughs> this is a problem. When 
when this happened? And the, oh, I wrote down, where are they? That's what I said. I was like, where the hell are they? So while we were sitting here, I Googled it. Oh, okay. And great. they're in Fresno, California. And then I Googled oh, okay. scorpions in Fresno, California. And what did you know it? An article about this movie came Seriously? up. Seriously? Yeah. The story of Honey, I Shrunk the Kids takes place in Fresno, California. In that area of the state, scorpions are rare, but not totally unheard of. No scorpion native to Central California is considered dangerous to humans. This does not take into account shrunken children. <laughs> wow. Spectacular. So there I, you go. This scene bores me. The ant and the scorpion fight. It's bad graphics. It's bad yes. scale. Yes. I literally really just bad. was like... Like, this is terrible. Can we and be then, done with poor, this? Yeah, but I did feel sad when poor Auntie died. Auntie does die, and it is tragic. And Ron is very clearly shaken by this. He's shaken and by he it. And he is, he is experiencing growth. Hey, we see character development here. We do. In Ron. I guess that'll happen when you're stuck in the backyard. I guess. Trauma. Trauma. It'll, it'll Trauma. shape you, change the you. It's like putting you in a... Us diamonds something fire weld golden welding in the yes. pot yes 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 anyways um okay so oh and then the lawn mowing wait first oh, i want to go back to the night okay okay because so now it's nighttime <laughs> they have built a little parameter to keep future scorpions out yes. auntie is dead they're sleeping in the lego for the night my favorite the parents are sitting on the back step Without their children, knowing their children are shrunken in the backyard. And Rick Moranis is like, I'm going to go work on the machine yes. and try and get it ready to make them big again when we find them because we're not going to find them in the dark. Why don't you get some sleep? And then she's like, well, I can't sleep if my babies aren't in the house. Yeah. And then five seconds later goes up to sleep. <laughs> and I just am like... This happens That's a lot in movies in the yeah. '90s, where their their like kids are kidnapped or missing or whatever, like, well, and then they're like, "Well, bed. good night," and I'm like, <laughs> "Okay, well, good night." Sure. And then the next morning, she exactly. So then yeah. the next morning. Now, first of all, I get why they had to do the scene because they're sitting on the back seat and they're ha they have a discussion. They're rekindling their marriage because right. they're having the a heart to heart. Missing, they're having a moment where they're like, "Wow." If our family is destroyed, none of this seeking funds for my wild inventions or selling a house means anything. Like, right. our, we're going to find the kids, and our first priority is going to be, like, mend the family. Yes. Hopefully, that means therapy. I doubt it. It was the 90s, but that's what I'm hoping for. <laughs> um, so, and then she goes to bed. And then the next morning. As one she, does. When as one does. Her. The next morning, she goes up to check on him. Now. While it's an endearing scene because she opens the door and Wayne is sleeping on his invention like he was, like, up being an This inventor. is classic, like, yeah. this is classic. Falls asleep, is, like, snoring on his machine, and she stands in the door, and she's like, I love you, Wayne. Like, under her breath. Endearing, yeah. because I have experienced that. After you've been, like, feuding or, like, right. not being great, and then you find your husband doing something that is, like, so your husband. Yes. And you're like, oh, God, I love you. I think my favorite part was um, her hair and makeup were perfectly done. Yep. No but signs of tears. We're, we're walking in and we're not going, 
like we're not up at 5 a.m. Right. Like the sun just rose. Time to get back out looking for the children. No, we slept in. Right. Until the sun is high. The sun is high in the sky. (laughs) She looks rested. She looks beautiful. And then they just start chatting. Yeah. Like I would be like. First of all, I wouldn't go to bed. I'd be up all night with my flashlight out right. there trying to find my shrunken children. Right. Sobbing the right. whole time, trying That's not to really drown them point. with my tears. They do just start chatting. Okay, so now go ahead. Transition okay, so, us into the lawnmower. Yes, the kids wake up from their Lego tent, <laughs> and uh, they hear noise, and they feel wind, and they're like, what the hell is that? And Nikki's like, oh, my God, my friend is here to mow the lawn. Um, and he's got his headphones in. He's not following any kind of discernible path like a normal person would. I also a made a note on that. Like, what the hell? He's just going in circles, rocking his head, like like he's in a like. I just like you're not doing me a favor, right? Sir. You're, you're this just, is you're destroying my lawn. right. You it goes are up and down. Mess. We're going up. Right. We're going down. Although maybe they don't care. I mean, Rick Moranis doesn't this seem to. Doesn't Wayne doesn't seem to give a shit about anything. He's nuts. So now the parents finally are like, oh, is that a lawnmower? And they're like, oh, shit, it's in our backyard. And they run out there and they're yelling for his friend to shut his headphones off. And he, like, hears them and is staring at them while they're trying to get him to turn it off and to walk to him. Instead of taking his headphones off to be like, what's up? He keeps his headphones in as he's walking toward them. I'm like, this is... Also, just shut it off. Right. Like, what are you doing? And take your headphones off. Right. This is just... I mean, but the story. Of course. And the kids almost die. Of course. They miss it by a millisecond. As they're being sucked up into the blade, he shuts it off just in the nick of time. Yep. And they get thrown off because of, like, the tornado wind. Yep. And... uh, But now they're super close to the house. Yes. That's right. They get tossed super close to the house. Mm -hmm. The kids, Wayne and Diane are at the edge of the grass. They're looking for the kids. The kids come to, they realize that their mom and dad are right there, and they're yelling, like, "Pay it! hey, we're right here, yeah. we're right here. And what do mom and dad do? Go inside. To eat breakfast. To eat. How can you eat <laughs> at a time like this? How? Listen, I'm telling you, here's something. I have been through trauma. And the thing is, I have grown a compassion for, like, the lack of a reaction because mm-hmm. I get that shock does take over. Yeah. However, a symptom of shock is your bowels <laughs> are not working properly and you have no desire for substance. People have to remind you to take a sip of water yeah. so you don't die. That's true. So them being like, real quick, let's just go have some breakfast. You know what? I think I'm going to have some Cheerios. I feel, I'm feeling hungry. Let's go inside. Let's have a classic 90s breakfast. I need a pound of bacon, two eggs, some toast, a bowl of cereal, a glass of orange juice, and a glass of milk. Perfect. <laughs> but now they are close enough that the dog hears them. He comes out. They hitch a ride on the dog. Mm-hmm. They end up inside the house. Nick ends up in the Cheerios bowl while Dad is eating. Yep. What a nightmare. Of course. Dad almost eats him. Almost eats him. And then the dog, who is so smart, bites, bites Dad. And he's yeah. like, what the fuck? I love that dog. And then... Looks Wayne at his finally, spoon. Yeah, and he's, and like, oh he's like, God. oh my God, it's Nick. And then he sees the rest of the kids on the table. They call the neighbors over. And then this part was also confusing. So all the parents are upstairs. They're trying to figure out how to get the machine to work because everything keeps exploding. And yep. then the kids finally get him to understand that the baseball is Oh the my key. God, yes. Right. I hate. So they're like playing charades. Oh my God. It's so, and the parents are just so chill. 
Mm-hmm. And this is, that's the biggest, they're like, what are you saying? Everyone is so chill. But but this happened in Home Alone, too. When they were all reunited, they were like, yeah. Kevin, Kevin, my boy. And yeah. then everyone left, and Kevin was alone again yes. within two minutes. So they figure out the baseball trick. And this also killed me. Instead of being like, let's make sure this works and trying it out on an apple, Big Russ is like, try it out on me. Yeah. Like, and the mom goes, you're so brave. <laughs> and like kisses his cheek. And is like, okay. Right. Hate it. So then the other thing was, I mean, maybe there's a switch on the machine. Like, how does the machine know, like, what to make bigger? Is it, is the, I mean, it doesn't seem to be calibrated that. No, but what I gathered from the beginning is it seems like it's searching for anything in its path. Okay. Because when, that's how it got the big kids when they came up. I did make a note because it was like, like searching for something that was like not. Right. The walls sure. to shrink essentially. And how so did that's it, why when they came how in the was door. it able to unshrink all the kids at once? I also didn't remember it that way either. I remember them being unshrunk one at a time wow. and like hugging. And then yeah, their neat little bow, that's what I wrote down. Right. Um Yep, neat little bow. He's like, Dad, you know I wanted to go fishing with you. I didn't mean to. And he's like, Ah, oh, son. And then uh, Russ is like, Dad, I'll rejoin the football team. And he's like, you don't have to, buddy. And then the <laughs> Nick is like, my invention, I knew it, right? And he's like, you knew it, knew it buddy. It. Yeah. And they're all just like. Oh, and little Russ and Amy are going to the dance together now. Yeah. He asked her before they got, when they were still tiny, right before. Right before. Um, And then. And then we cut to the turkey scene. Well, yeah. Well, Big Russ is like, Wayne. And then sticks his hand out to shake it. Like, he looks angry, like he's going to kick his ass, and then he sticks his hand out, like, put her there, pal. Oh, my God. And then, like you said, we cut to the turkey. It's the scene of them still shaking hands. Yep. But now they're in their kitchen. And the kitchen looks clean. Maybe they got some help. Maybe. It actually looks like a different kitchen. Maybe it's a different house. Maybe they moved because of the invention. Or the trauma. It could be both. Or maybe he sold the invention, and now they're big, fat Richies. Yeah. And... They're not neighbors anymore. They're just friends. Yeah. And so another thing is a a theme is the neighbors are weird. Yes. They both think they're like the other like and they keep saying that in the beginning, but then at the end they come together and they're friends. Yeah. That's another fun little thing. Um. And there's a couple other notes. Closing out the movie, the last line in the movie, little Nikki says, "Oh, I get it. French class. Ha. Uh huh." Good times. Um, there was one scene that we didn't discuss that I want to discuss. Okay. When Rick Moranis, when Wayne is leaving to go to that conference and he tells the kids to clean the house, um, Amy oh, yeah. starts cleaning and she grabs a mop and starts mopping, but she flips it over and is singing with it. Mm-hmm. And I just thought, the house is a mess. Why you are don't we starting start with, with the floor. Yeah. Okay. You start with the counters. You start from the top. And you work your way down. And, uh, I mean, I know it was so that she could have this scene where she's singing. Yeah. Because how else is Russ going to, like, watch her dance right. with a mop through like the window? Creep. But she could have done that with a vacuum or a broom and it would have been She could have done it with more... anything. She could have just been dancing around while throwing cans into the recycling bin. You're right. But, you know. Disney, you fucked It's up. much more dramatic with a filthy mop. Yes, it is. You are right. Um, okay. Another scene that we didn't 
Okay, no, I lied. I want, we did touch on this scene, but I want to go back to it because it made me laugh. Um, where we were talking about Wayne and Diane when he tells her that they shrunk the kids. Mm-hmm. And she says, what? Yes. And the way she says it, but then, like, doesn't, like, totally. Fr- she's just like, what? I'm laughing because it's 2020 vibes mm-hmm. to me. Because I think... <laughs> Something that happened in 2020 is everybody, like, lost their tolerance for shock. Yeah. Where I really... Oh, like, like nothing shocks about, you anymore. Nothing shocks you. Yeah. You could be like, hey, did you know trees talk? You'd be like, and oh, I'd be wow. like, oh. Sounds and so right. that being like, oh, I... So I was like, do you think if somebody told you in 2020 that they created an invention and accidentally shrunk your kids, would you believe them? Probably. Yep. I mean, think about the fact that a year ago we were... This is this was not a reality, and then when pandemic really started, we thought it was going to be two weeks. We were like, "Oh, two weeks." Meanwhile, we're like, "God, please just let it end before the end of twenty twenty two years." <laughs> it would be great if it would oh, be no. over before two years. Oh, no. Another random thing I want to touch on is the music in this movie is phenomenal. Yes. Like the soundtrack, the the back of it, they're so clever with it. In the beginning, like the intro scene when it's the cartoon I version of them. I loved the intro and scene. And the music is so fun. Yes. And then they do clever things too. Like when the kid comes over to mow the lawn, mm-hmm. they play like drama organ music. Yes. And it's so like over the top that yes. it's silly. Yes. But Yes. Also fun. Yes. And not like, oh my God, you're trying to spook me. You know what I mean? Right. Like, they didn't go like. They did a really dun, nice dun. job with the score. They're, it's like silly organ yes. drama, anyways. Right. I thought that was great. Um, what else? Anything else, Jill, before I give you my speech about Russell? Um, that's it for me, I think. I want to hear your speech about Russell. Okay. Give so, me the deets. Um, the PowerPoint presentation I will be presenting to you today is why I would date. Russell. Okay, you may proceed. Um, so first when I started watching the movie, as soon as I saw Russell for the first time, I remembered I had a crush on him as a child. I was like, oh, yeah, yes. this one. And this then as I watched one. the movie, I was like, it makes perfect sense to me. Okay, so I'm back to Because you Russell is my type of guy, all right? Tell because me he is vulnerable. He recognizes that he's not perfect and he's willing to try. He is kind to others, and he's not rude, and he's, like, not a ma- He's a manly man, but who's not a manly man because yes. they keep showing his little, like, dorky inconsistencies, right? Right. So I love he's – when they're talking about the football thing, and he goes into the bathroom, and he's like, that's your dream, Dad. <laughs> but he doesn't say, like, it's your dream, Dad. Like, he's just face. like, oh, man. Yeah. And then later when his dad has him in the garage, he's, like, really trying. Like, he's yeah. really trying and it's precious to me. And then, okay, so here are some things I wrote down. Um, Nick says, I'm scared, Russ, after they fall from the bumblebee and they're trapped. And I was waiting. I sat there and I was like, he's going to say, don't be scared because it's in that. He doesn't. What does he say? He doesn't. He's just like we. Well, we're gonna get him, or like he just we'll figure it out next. Basically. Yeah, Aww. and I I love that for him. The whistling when he's trying I to whistle that. because he can't do it, but he's not like whistling's dumb. Right. <laughs> he tries to whistle. He jumps on the bumblebee with Nick, who is not his brother. Like right. he very well could have been like. Oh, sorry. Sorry about your brother on the bee. That sucks, man. But he sorry doesn't. He jumps brother. on. And takes him on as his own. Yeah. 
He's just like a good guy. He's a good guy, but he's a softy. Like yes. he's not, you know what I mean? Like yes. he's like a softy, but he's also he's cool. You can tell that he's cool. You don't have to be a hard ass to be a good guy. That's what I mean. And yeah. I just those I'm like, oh my gosh, those are the people I'm attracted to. Are these people who are like this weird combination of manly and delicate? Yes. That's like Yeah. Like you can you That's can my be, type. You can be strong and also like have feelings. Yeah. And, yeah. And 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 um things you're not good at. Right. And then even when they eat I wrote this down because even when they eat the cookie, mm-hmm. he's got like frosting all over his face mm-hmm. and he doesn't like wipe it off right away. <laughs> and for some reason even that is like Endearing like he doesn't you. take himself so seriously. He's yeah. just like whatever, guys. Like we're no. eating a cookie. So, um I I love Russell. I love him. Are you going to marry him? Um, I'm already married. Oh, but okay. <laughs> if it doesn't work out. If it doesn't work out. Uh, Russell? Um, if you're listening and we know you are. Please. Okay, so Russell was probably... The guy that plays Russell was probably born in the mid-70s, I would think. Yeah. Early to mid-70s. That's okay. Like, I mean, I would fine. date George Clooney. So, <laughs> like, so this is not a stretch. Don't worry. It's fine. Um... I agree with all of your points. I would you also, date Russell? To date, would I date Russell? Yeah. I mean, I don't know, maybe. Well, that's what I just realized, and then I went back and thought about like everybody I've ever been interested in. Right. I'm like, yeah, they're all like, none of them have been, and there's not. I not to like this is just not my type, right? Because you know how some men are like, oh, like David Beckham. Yes, that's a perfect, literally a perfect example. Mm -hmm. Because, like, what a babe, right? Oh, yeah. What a babe. But just a little too femme for me. Like, if you care more about your skincare Mm -hmm. products than I do, Mm -hmm. like, I'm just going to feel a little awkward. Like, I still have that for me. Oh, and Ryan Seacrest. Perfect example, too. Beautiful person. Mm -hmm. Beautiful man. Mm -hmm. But just... Agree. I see. I know what you mean. You know what Although, I mean. Although I gotta so, say, if I, David Beckham came knocking on my door, I, I wouldn't say no. But I'm more Brad Pitt, sure, Leonardo sure, DiCaprio, sure. like a little like we're a little bit more mm-hmm. like they do not care if they have dirt under their fingernails. Right. And you know it. Yeah. Right. Oh, like Chris Evans. Yeah. I mean, we don't care. But also on my list. I also <laughs> want you to have a softness yes. to you. Yeah. Like I don't. I don't. You know what I mean? Like I don't want you to feel shame. If I'm the one using the power drill, I don't want you to be like, right. I got yes. a something, something. Right. Or I'm, I want to see you cry. Yeah. I want to like, yep. like, if you have dirt under your fingernails and you write poetry, gimme. Like, <laughs> gimme, please. Just, that's, this is, that's That's my very much what my relationship type. is like with Adam. He, there have been times where I am like, I don't even know. I'll, like, he'll be cooking dinner, and I'm like, I got to go put this... I got to go outside and, like, paint this thing. Yeah! <laughs> I'm going to go build the table. And at, and Jack one time was like, why is mom cooking dinner? She never cooks. I'm like, first of all, rude. Second of all, like, congratulations. We're raising you right because we're breaking stereotypes. You're totally. welcome. Totally. Okay. But anyway. Yeah. So that's... And, and, and in conclusion... That's why Russell is my perfect man. In conclusion, that is why Russell is your perfect man. And good for Disney for pushing that narrative. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's why they made the other well, that's big the Russ so extreme. They have, to, they have to do that because they can't do it subtly. They have to make it right. like, this is a fucking... Right. 
imagine how this kid would grow up. <laughs> well, but then, you don't have to imagine because we're going to spell it out for you. Since he was shrunk, shrank, shrink, shrink, shrunk, since he was uh, made Shrinking. into a tiny person, the trauma caused his father to finally say, you know what, son? All that you matters. just do what makes you happy. Thank God for that. Thank God he learned that when he did and right. didn't go through a lifetime of trying to please his father and end up presenting him and not putting him in a nursing home when he's older, you know. So. <laughs> wow. Also a not lesson a for story. all of you. So. <laughs> oh, anyways, I loved this movie. 10 out of 10 would recommend. Would recommend. The graphics are awful. I love when you transition when you can tell you're transitioning between the animatronic ant and yep. the uh, digital one. It's perfect. So terrible. So love good. It. So and when good. they're zapping people to be tiny or small, the like el- blue electricity around their bodies. And when is... they look up to the sky and the moon is um, literally the size of like <laughs> a meteor about to hit Earth, I'm like, mm. that seems a little large. Seems. <laughs> We got bigger problems <laughs> than your kids, and, and it might not be the size now. of your children that are lost in your yeah, backyard. I think you might want to just take check cover that out real quick. All right, Chelsea. Season two, fun. we're rocking and rolling. Um, don't forget to rate, subscribe, give us five stars, and yeah. if you don't think we're worthy of five stars, then don't rate us. Okay. <laughs> but uh, you know, follow us on Instagram. Work for nineties kids nine zero s. And, uh, you know, we'll see you there. Okay. Yes. We'll see you there. Also, do join our Facebook group. Yeah. We because really we're going to make it better. I'm going to end this and talk to you about it. Okay. Bye. Bye. Yo, I don't know what era you grew up in, but Saturday mornings I had Rugrats. I had Hey Arnold. I was playing my Game Boy. I worked for 90s kids. Have a seat, I'ma tell you about the best decade Yo, I had a bowl cut, I ain't have a fresh face Take it to the 90s, I don't care what all the rest say I could quote the Illmatic if you wanna test me Cause you know I'm listening to Nas, not the Ice Ice Baby for the right price, baby see a fight night Crazy how Tyson, he was knocking them out And Ninja Turtles on the telly when I'm locked in the house Watching Michael play the Lakers and he boxing them out And yo, with magic gets a ring, well then I'm knocking the pal Oh yeah, I think it's time to celebrate No, there ain't no better way I'm chillin' on a Titanic getaway Tell you the truth, I wasn't planning to dance But when I got my hammer pants, you ain't standing a chance Got my fashion locked down with the British knife Hurry, head home, maybe we could catch a nigga at night Psych! Hey yo, you remember, remember taking the Game Boy, right? Let's take it back to the 90s Right, you took the Game Boy, you put it right under the lamp Because you ain't have the light That's where you cats gonna find Yo, 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 if we're talking video games, Goldeneye Yo, let's take it back to the Goldeneye on Nintendo 64. Son, you are not beating me. That's where you cast gonna find Remember me. when you had to dial 1 800 collect to call somebody, but they cheap and didn't want to accept. Remember when you used to dial up to get online? Then somebody grabs a phone, it would happen all the time. Remember when it was cool to have a pager? The crazy house parties in the DJ with the fader. Remember on the weekends you would hit a blockbuster? Making mixtapes that you got for your crush. Or, you know, getting numbers was a part of the plan. I was clueless. She told me I should talk to the hand. Keeping all your notes in the trapper keeper. I was getting mad at teachers because she took my Walkman. She ain't let me get it either. It's the Fresh Prince from the city of Philly. Anybody know what's going on with Millie Vanilli? Yo, watch what you putting on after dark. I still be getting nightmares from Jurassic Park. Hey, yo. Yo, you remember Pogs? What the heck were Pogs? Let's take it back to the 90s.
I didn't even know what they did. I used to just stack them and just like kick them down and collect them. But yo, you know what else? I had the Super Soaker 50. Remember, it had the thing on the top? And you would like pump it up a million times and then you squirt the cars going down the street. Yo. Come over my house, yo, be my guest. Come over my house, yo, be my guest. We can watch a sitcom, TGIF. We can watch a sitcom, TGIF. Come over my house, yo, be my guest. Come over my house, yo, be my guest. We can watch a sitcom, TGIF. We can watch a sitcom, TGIF. Yo, you remember like in school, all the girls had the Furbies? Take it back to the night. You know what I'm saying? They wanted like the troll dolls. I wasn't down with that. I had the Batman action figures. But... Oh man, Garbage Pail Kids. You remember the Garbage Pail Kids? I don't even know what that was. Yo, what else do they have? Oh, listen. Listen. If we talking sitcoms, Fresh Pits of Bel Air over, over everything. That is Seinfeld. Friends was just okay. I mean, movies. Got the Batman Forever, Batman and Robin. Let's take it back to uh, you know, as a kid, that you know, kind of ruined the whole franchise for me. But whatever. Mom, mom, where's my talk boy? Let's take it back the, to the, the talk boy, that thing from Home Alone. I, I, I need it because I'm gonna record record my demo. Gonna find me. 